Joining me as we wrap up the day's market action is Martin Smith from Anchor Capital. Thank you so much for your time, Martin. Quite a beating that the JC uh, is getting today, uh, especially the Resources 10 complex that's down uh, almost 4.5%. But quite surprisingly, though, even with all the hammering, the RAND is, is, is quite strong, um, just around 18 RAND 39 against the US dollar. What are you making of market sentiment as we start off this week? So, I mean, we've had quite a nice bounce the last week or so. I think markets look mostly towards what the Fed were saying and cuts hopefully being, sorry, um, interest rate hikes hopefully mm. being done and maybe a percent of cuts towards the second half of next year. Then you wake up this morning and all of a sudden people are panicking and everyone's yeah. worried that they aren't done. And it's just a little bit of a seesaw at the moment. So you've got a bit of risk off at the moment. And then obviously you've got some mixed, um, like you mentioned earlier, mixed data out of, out of China again, which I think is bringing some pressure on, on the South African market and resources, like again, you also mentioned. But yeah. again, it's it's that and the Fed and potentially what's happening in the Middle East. So I think there's a lot of ifs, buts, and maybes at the moment. And it really does feel like a bit of an arm wrestle um, that's happening from a sentiment perspective. Some being a little bit more affected, like our local market, some not being affected, like the RAND and, and what's happening in the yeah. States. Well, talking about that arm wrestle, because, I mean, that's really the case with China's uneven recovery, right? Um, with uh, imports surprising to the upside and exports uh, falling uh, more than what markets had anticipated. But even, I mean, with all of that, you did get the IMF uh, raising up its uh, growth uh, forecast for China for this year to 5.4%. And I mean, also, we were encouraged by that third quarter uh, GDP print coming out of China. So, I mean, what are you making of, the, of that tussle? And do you think that there's maybe more good news than there is bad right now when you look at the China economic story or not? I think probably not. It's been very mixed, if not negative mm. or disappointing throughout the year. So, yes, you've had some really good numbers like you mentioned, that, that third quarter number that came out about two weeks ago, really great in isolation. But then you look at things like the inflation numbers and other numbers and just not really kind of starting for them. So it remains to be seen what the Chinese government do from a stimulus perspective, if that economy can really start to get going. Because if that happens, it's obviously incredibly positive from a South African perspective or a JSC perspective, given our resource and um, nice bass and process exposure. So... I really hope it gets going and we see a nice push for EM in the next kind of three to six months. But uh, unfortunately, at the moment, it's a little bit mixed. Some good, some bad. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, here's hoping that the support on the RAND uh, continues even uh, though we may see more pressure coming on the commodity side, um, you know, looking at uh, China's uh, uneven economic recovery on that front. Well, let's uh, come back to the JSE and take a look at some of the company news that came out. Uh, so um, over the past uh, week and a half, uh, MTN's been coming out with uh, their different updates from the, 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 the different regions. And then today uh, it came out with an update for the whole group. I mean, the numbers didn't look too bad. Uh, group service revenue up 9%, data revenue uh, growth of 15.3%. Um, you also have the uh, overall EBITDA increasing by more than 11%. But markets are seeming to be holding on to uh, some negatives there as we did see the share plummeting by 3%. And of course, just from the update, 
updates that kept on coming it seemed that nigeria was the one where a lot of concern uh, mm. had gone into because of those continued forex losses but i would have thought from the plummet in the share price that we saw last week on that uh, the markets have kind of already baked this in what is still worrying markets about mtn at this point no, it's, it's a good question. And I think you're learning, obviously, to the fact that the share price is down, even though the update, update was quite good today. And I think maybe getting caught up in the general kind of sell-off that we saw across the JSE today. So maybe mm -hmm. a little bit of that, not just MTN specific. But you are right. It's really the tale of two things here. One is that from an operational perspective, all the things the management team can control, it's doing really well. You've seen a growth from a revenue perspective specifically out of SA, you've seen cost efficiencies, some good operational kind of momentum coming through from the business. So that stuff's all very positive. But then you've obviously got what's happening in Nigeria that's quite negative from a currency perspective there, tax things creeping up. And I think that's putting pressure on margins and also making the investors a little bit kind of nervous. So you've got these two things kind of working against each other. Um, and that has been reflected in what the share price has been doing over the last couple of weeks and months. So I think it's probably ticking back into attractive territory now at around, what's it, 95, I think, yeah. at the minute. Um, and I think uh, it could, could be a nice entry point. I think, uh, again, it's the two things that are playing off on each other, but operationally looking quite good. Ah, all right. Well, uh, talking about another company that wasn't spared from the wrath of the market today, uh, Omnia, also that share price declining by almost 3%. Of course, they released their interim uh, trading statement as well, saying that they expect their headline earnings per share from continuing operations to slump by as much as 12%. Smoke uh, spoke of uh, macroeconomic challenges that are particularly affecting their chemical segment, but also really looking like they're really navigating this, the, the, the space quite well, even with all of that. What do you make of, of Omnia's trading up? Yeah, so I think if you look at the kind of adjusted headline earnings per share down about 30%. Yeah. Um, and I think if you look at what their balance sheet looks like, still quite positive. I think they're 1.6 billion in net cash at the moment. So that's mm -hmm. quite a positive from them. But if I look at the overall kind of and individual segments, I don't think the businesses are particularly exciting for me at this moment in time. I didn't really see anything to really change my mind. Look, I know they've got results out, I think, towards the end of the end of the month. Uh, maybe a little bit more clarity there. There wasn't a lot of detail in this update. Yeah. Maybe then might be something there that might feel a little more excited. But at the moment, yeah, like I said, nothing particularly exciting from from them at the moment, in, in my opinion, even though the balance sheet specifically looks quite strong. Ah, all right. Well, give us more color on your stock pick for today. What will it be? Uh, I chose Visa. Um, I think it's a very, very high quality business. Share price has done pretty much nothing over the last three years. Trading in a multiple similar to the market, but I think a much better quality relative to the market. So I think these is a, a quite a nice, safe-ish spot to go and see. Uh, and you can see there with that graph that uh, investors indeed do see it as a safe space uh, to park their money. Well, thank you so much for your time and for your insights on what has been driving the market today. Martin, really appreciate it. Uh, that was Martin Smith from Anchor Capital.